All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest in Future Titan for today, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled, honored. This is a very, very special episode to have David Bravo Jr. on the show. I, I cannot stress enough my excitement. David, thank you so much for taking the time. It's an he, honor. He's not the OG David Bravo, but we'll take the junior. <laughs> we'll take the junior for this I one. I love it. Anytime, man. Anytime, for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, seriously, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I, it, this is going to be an absolute roller coaster ride of intense information. I can't wait for everybody to dive into you. So yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so let me start by saying this. I'm a big fan of yours as well. I got to oh, tell you, man, your, your intro to the show, <laughs> I feel like paying you just to intro me wherever I have to go. Be like, this is baby David Robinson. He's done this. He's done that. I'm like thinking, damn, who is this guy? I want to watch him too. You're incredible, man. You're incredible. Job. So, so hats off to you. No, hey, thank you so much. And, and truly, everything that I say and more is is uh, incredible. You and I have a lot of mutual uh, acquaintances and colleagues yes, and, sir. and everybody that I know that knows you thinks the world of you. So I, I can't wait to uh, to share that with the Titan Nation and, and go on forward. So David, without further ado, I guess let's just jump into uh, the first question, which is really telling everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, what got you into the biz and kind of your progression to today and Monarch. And we definitely want to talk about that. So, so let me start by just saying thank you. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen your episodes in the past and you've had some incredible talent on here. So, so just the opportunity, obviously, to have a conversation with you. I'm very humbled by this opportunity. And I just want to start by saying thank you. You're the best, uh, David. Yeah, I mean that. So, so who's David Bravo Jr.? Uh, first and foremost, I'm a family man. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a proud husband, a, a proud father, uh, five beautiful kids, uh, two in heaven. Uh, I have uh, uh, parents who have guided me through this journey. Um, to, to hopefully put me in the best position to succeed. So uh, I graduated high school in 1999. And, uh, you know, for starters, my, my mom's a real estate broker. My dad was, is still a legendary title rep. He's the best in the business, the original David Bravo Sr. Wow. Uh, my, my, my stepfather uh, uh, does loans and then my stepmom owns an escrow. So I was, I was kind of born and bred in the business. And, sure. uh, you know, I remember when I graduated high school in 1999, I, I had a conversation with my father mm. and, and he says, you know, Hey, you should really consider coming down the field with me. Uh, we can get you going and, and you can get a kind of a four year head start wow. on everyone who's going to go to school and get in debt and do all these things. And, you know, at the time it seemed like a, a uh, an incredible opportunity. And I was going to go to school at San Diego state. Okay. And I remember thinking San Diego state, it's a fun school, right? Yeah, I'm thinking, right. shoot, man, I might be there for like eight years. I don't know if I'll ever get out of San Diego state. So I should probably consider this opportunity. Uh, so that being said, I did take the leap and let me just stop right there. Yeah. Education is so important. I started going sure. back to school after I, I, I had the, the opportunity uh, to take some classes and get accepted at Marshall School of Business, USC, wow. and then even at Pepperdine. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. the, the kids have put that on pause, but make no mistake, I will finish my degree. I mm -hmm. promised my mom. So Love I that. still think that's incredibly important. For sure. uh, yeah. that, that being said, I, I became a, a title rep. Uh, in the summer of 1999, I went on a senior trip uh, to Cancun. My hair was all poofy and curly. <laughs> and uh, I came back, I got a haircut and I got a box of business cards. Wow. And, uh, and that's all she wrote. You know, I, I, I had obviously some, some pretty incredible success. If you're in real estate anywhere in the early 2000s, hmm. uh, it was very, very good, you know? Oh, 
Uh, There were plenty of deals out there, plenty of transactions. I can cruise to a bunch of offices, smile and get a deal. Hmm. That being said, uh, the recession, I think, humbled everyone. Right. Uh, And then it was it was a purging process. And and I was fortunate enough to come out of that uh, stronger than ever. Hmm. And, uh, you know, make make my way through this path, which has ultimately guided me here. So that's my that's my quick story of uh, who's David Bravo Jr. But I, I want to say this again. I'm, yeah. I'm a family man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a husband. I'm a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a dad, you know, and, and, and that's what truly, truly has allowed me to get to this point in my career. Well, and David, again, a beautiful intro into just kind of what, what your progression is to, you know, into the industry, but mentioning your family and your motivation, I would love to dive into that a little bit more. And some people call it their why, their drivers, what gets you out of bed, excited. So let, let's kind of segue into that, because I think that's a deeper dive into you as a, as a person, and it's very important. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I absolutely. I, I, you know, thank you for that, that question, because that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to understand, as I, as I stand here, uh, which, again, I'm, I'm probably a third into my overall journey mm. or halfway through life and stuff, and, and I'm, a, I'm a product of, of my parents. I, I cannot, you know, state that enough. Yeah. Uh, my, my mom was born in Mexico. My, my dad had, has an incredibly uh, inspiring story of adoption. Hmm. And uh, my, my parents, they grew up in East Los Angeles, California, wow, okay. and they both went to Garfield High School. Hmm. And it was, it was a very humble beginning, but, but they worked their ass off and, and put us in a position uh, as kids uh, to succeed. And hmm. I, I got the chance to go to a little bit better school and then a, a good high school. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I credit everything to my parents. Sure. Because they, they, they've given us, you know, and I speak for all my brothers and sisters, they've given us the path to succeed. I, I hold that very, very near and dear to my heart because, you know, as I look at, you know, whether it's my career, my family life, whatever it is, yeah. you know, it's, it's my duty to be successful because my parents put us in the position to be successful, you know, and it, it would be a disservice to them uh, to not be successful. And I, and I speak of success in a, in a broad terms, I speak of success as uh, success of being a father, of being a husband, of being a family man, of being, you know, also the CEO of Monarch Title and all aspects of life. Sure. Uh, they, they've given us a chance to, to succeed. So I, I really hold that near and dear to my heart as a, as a true motivator, wow. you know, for me personally. I, what a beautiful example. And, and I know that, uh, you know, anybody that's watching and listening can absolutely appreciate where you're coming from. And so many of us have had uh, wonderful opportunities with our family to set those examples and, and the expectations. But ultimately, too, David, I mean, you you put in the work, you, 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 you really got down to it. Having good representation and mentors and examples in your life is a, is a huge part of it. But at the end of the day, I mean, at least to the knowledge and, and our kind of pre-conversation here before we went live is, you know, you've always been ahead. You've always had an opportunity to really put the work in and be in these rooms with incredible people at, at a completely different life stage right and, and uh what an incredible thing uh, to me at the end of the day i just think it's it's huge and I, I would really like to talk about your progression through the title industry and and you know you don't have to mention names anything like that but again i guess kind of from from title rep into management up until you know ceo that's you're seeing it you've been in the business for 18 plus years i mean that's there's a lot of knowledge in your brain and I would love to just kind of share that out a little bit, just so you have a little bit of background on there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, I, I got into the business in 1999 mm-hmm. 
And uh, with my father already being in the business, you know, it was a, a pretty smooth path into the industry. But I, uh, I, I got my own territory. And these were, you know, I, I was able to work in a, in a territory with family and friends and stuff like that. So uh, again, I, I credit them for helping me along the way early on, sure. uh, as I got my feet wet. And, and it wasn't until, you know, again, I, I speak of the recession, the, there was there was the pre David Bravo Jr. Mm. And then the post David Bravo Jr. recession. Okay, you know, and, and I'm going to be incredibly honest, I, I, uh, I opened up a, uh, an aquarium store in 2006. And at that time I, I had, we had just gotten married and we already had a son, Johnny. Hmm. And, uh, I, I felt like, okay, I want to diversify a little bit. I, I'd like to, you know, my entrepreneur or mine kicked in and I said, let me open up my own business. So I left, uh, aquariums. Hmm. And so I opened up this fish store and it was pretty cool. Again, I invested of my own money. It was like 150 grand. And I was wow. like, screw it. I'm going to be a business owner, you know, mm. and I put, and I put my little family savings into that. Mm. And, and this was in 2006, which I couldn't have timed it better, oh, obviously boy. to start your own business. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I ended up getting my teeth kicked in. And I remember mm. towards the end when I knew I was going to get my butt kicked, right. Uh-huh. There, there was no way of really start stopping that. I remember writing a letter to my dad mm. and it was called the culmination. And I said, you know what, dad, because I was still working title then, right? Mm-hmm. T- title was supporting my other ventures. So I, I was, I wrote a letter to my dad and I said, dad, uh, you know, I, I got some rough waters ahead. You know, mm-hmm. this has been incredibly challenging starting my own little side business, but yeah. I promise you, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a letter to him called the combination. And I said, I promise you, I'm over here working you know, on a Tuesday and Thursday night, cashing out the register and I cash out and it's like, we made 40 bucks today. Wow. And I'm thinking it was such a defining moment in my life because I said, what am I doing? Mm. You know, what, what am I doing here? I'm away from my wife. I'm away from my son. Mm. I'm working weekends, you know, so I can cash out a register and make 40 bucks on the day. Wow. And, and, and I remember at that point, I wrote him this letter and you, you got to understand, I, w- I was going, I was going to lose my house. I was going to lose our cars. I was going to lose wow. blah, 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 everything at this point. But it was such a, a uh, the, the Japanese, they call it a moment of Satori, a, a moment mm. of clear sight, of clear vision. Wow. And I wrote him this letter and I said, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I get it that I've been blessed, you know, with, with being in the, the career of real estate, that we have the opportunity to make whatever income we want to make if we want to apply ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, I promise you, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to work as, or I'm never going to work as hard as I'm about to work in my entire life. Wow. And, and I will not start, I will not stop, you know, until I experience success and I dig myself out of this hole. Mm. So uh, all that being said, I, I, uh, I committed, I was all in, I, I shaved my head. I bought a $13,000 Toyota Yaris. Wow. We moved into my mom's house hmm. and then the, the life's journey kind of truly began for me. Interesting. Because, yeah. you know, I was, I was applying myself. It wasn't okay. just, you know, 2005 and six, it just being given to me. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that it, it took me a couple of years of fully, fully applying myself, but I had my best year ever of being a rep in 2009. Wow. And then in 2010, I had my best year ever. And then in 2011, I had my best year ever. And so meanwhile, wow. like, you know, while, while the economy is still fluttering, right. I'm just going the other way. Hmm. And that's when you realize, I realize it is not the economy. It is not the interest rates. It is not the market. It's not the listings or the available listings. It's, it's you. It's me. Wow. 
Wow. It's, it's what can I make out of this? Hmm. You know, and I, and I worked my ass off and if the market was dropping, then so be it. I just got to work exponentially tougher than the market. Right. So, uh, you know, as I, as I started to go the other way of the economy and of the marketplace, uh, I, I was tapped uh, to be sales manager. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there was, her name was Margaret Foster and I, and I always, you know, credit and, and I love Margaret Foster dearly. And, and she came to me, she was at Old Republic Title and she said, it's time you're ready. Hmm. Uh, you know, and at that time I wasn't sure I was just a rep. Right, a successful rep now at that time, but still, I had never been in management. I didn't have a four-year degree, hmm. and so it was it was tough conversations with the family and my mom and my dad and the wife. And hmm. I said, "Screw it, why not? Let me make a run at it." <laughs> right. uh, so I became sales manager. Uh, it was a tough, tough road, but I'm proud to say, at that stay, I was able to triple revenue, triple uh, profitability, and and triple even market share. Wow. Huge, and, huge. and then the opportunity came up uh, with Stuart Title, another great company. For sure. And uh, I was able to expand a little bit more uh, and branch out a little bit more into other counties. And, and you know, again, I've two great companies that gave me the opportunity to, uh, to really shine. Uh, and then finally, the opportunity came, uh, you know, and again, this was another tough decision, mm-hmm. uh, a, a local startup, which okay. is now Monarch Title. Wow. I should wear my hat like you. I love so, it. I so love Monarch, it. Monarch title comes knocking, you know, and again, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I've never been CEO. I don't have, uh, you know, again, wow. the, the, the questions come up. I don't have a four-year degree. How well do I know P&L? <laughs> can I perform in this area? I know how to grow sales. Can I grow internal staff? And what can I do? How can I, how can I be so sure of this decision? And, and at the end of the day, you know, you don't know, there are no guarantees, never, uh, you know, but you take that leap. And I've been incredibly, incredibly uh, excited about the opportunity to lead Monarch title. Wow. Uh, we've already, you know, we, we didn't start from much, but we've quadrupled our revenue. We've sure. quadrupled our growth and make no mistake. We're, we're here to, to blaze a trail hmm. uh, into 2021. But I go back to, you know, again, the, the mindset of, of the economy and, and where we're at right now is we don't know what's going to happen next year. Everyone's projecting a fantastic year, but what's going to happen in 2022 or 2023? We don't know. Right. But I will say this, if you have the belief in yourself and in your work ethic, and, and if you trust your own ability to, to weather any storm given, it's not about the marketplace. Wow. It's about you. What can you do to grow uh, the, the micro economy that we're all in here? So, I, I'm, I'm very, very excited to say the least about Monarch and the steps ahead and the, the growth that we're about to experience. So. Well, and David, and, and again, thank you so much for sharing that story and the progression to, to Monarch today. And, and for anybody out there who, who doesn't quite know the details, I would love to share just a little bit about Monarch. And uh, obviously, you have extensive knowledge on different operations and, and seeing different segments of the market and, and obviously you being in California. But let, let's talk about I guess, Monarch title and the successes that you've had. And, and just this is just my assumption. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But obviously, first and foremost, it comes from your brand and your reputation, David. And the community absolutely loves and respects what you do and who you are. But I think that, you know, the right people that you're surrounding yourself with and the industry partners that you leverage and, and really grow together. I mean, there's so many different aspects. But from, from your words, Monarch title, just kind of give everybody a little bit about it and, you know, that sort of thing. Just, just a little bit of background. Yeah. So, 
uh, Monarch title was, was founded a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we've, we've, you know, they were, they were doing what they were doing in the marketplace, you know, and, and again, I, I, uh, I'm very blessed to, to have this opportunity mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of a, a fast growing, new, innovative company. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's exciting. And I got to be honest, because historically titles run by the big boys, right? Oh, yeah. And I make, make no mistake, I, I tip my hat to all the big boys. Because uh, at the end of the day, if you're a hundred year old company, you're right. a hundred year old company that should be commended. For sure. You know, but, but I also have a firm belief that there's a new way many times of doing business. There's mm-hmm. a new way of taking care of our employees. There's a new way of, of creating pay structures for our sales rep. There's a new way uh, of, of creating buy-in to what we're building. Wow. And, uh, and so I, t- I took the leap, obviously, with Monarch. It, it's been incredibly exciting. Hmm. Uh, we went from one rep to eight reps wow. uh, fairly quickly in a couple of months. Okay. And, and now we've kind of you know, let things settle down in, in January and February. And we look to, to get back out into the marketplace and, and continue the scaling process sure. uh, that we have for 2021. Hopefully it starts in March or April, but, you know, to me, again, it, whether it's, it's March or April that we make some, some new announcements, uh, either way, the path is very specific. We're going to grow. Hmm. We're going to scale. We're going to to be a very very profitable company, hmm. and uh, and then we're going to do it all over again. And then <laughs> after we scale, we're going to scale again. So oh gosh. Anyways, uh, uh, but let me just I want yeah. to I want to make sure that you know it's it's not just David Bravo Jr. here. I might sure. be on this podcast, but make no mistake, you know there, there's there's people like Scott Hohen hmm. and John Jirasi and Pepper who are on our team, and these people have been ridiculously supportive in what we're building and what we're growing. So wow. it ain't just me. I, I, <laughs> if there's one, you know, gift I will have is, is, is gathering talent and just <laughs> letting them run and letting them shine and just supporting them and not getting in their way. So well, uh, spoken like a true leader, my friend, uh, you know, uh, that that's, that's the absolute truth. And again, I can, I can feel your energy and your passion. I mean, it just, it, it really comes out of you, David. And I love the fact that, you know, it's, it's letting the people grow and scale and supporting and collaborating and, and really looking at it from a slightly different standpoint. To me, I can a hundred percent appreciate where you're coming from with other title companies, a hundred plus years in the business. And there's that's something to be commended about, but to me, at least from my understanding and our conversations with Monarch, you guys are looking to the next hundred years. That's right. What does the right. industry look like in the future, not just now or what's been, but you're, you're looking to the next hundred. And unfortunately, and I can't speak for other title companies, but just the knowledge that I have, some of them are kind of stuck. Some of them are kind of stuck in their ways. You didn't say it, I'm saying it. And (laughs) I I think that anybody who's watching or listening should really pay close attention to what you and your staff and everybody at Monarch title is doing um, because it's exciting. When, when, when you look at even the last like what nine months right california got shut down in march of last year mm-hmm. you know whatever 11 months when you look at the last year of any economy of any business possible mm-hmm. talk about a disruption and, and make no mistake real estate is still the greatest greatest investment ever and it's continued sure. on in this incredible trajectory through it all mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing no indicator this year that says it's going to slow down so Right. But but still, I believe every economy, especially title, has been disrupted, right? And what's the mm-hmm. disruption? It's COVID. Yep. And so what we found was, is there's so much potential with, with the new COVID industry, right? Mm-hmm. right? Whether it's leveraging social media, mm-hmm. whether it's allowing people the ability to work remotely, 
uh, all, all these different things, we have the technology to support it, mm. right? And, it, yeah. and if you have the belief in your staff and in your team, then let them work remotely, right? Take care yeah. of them, support them, leverage technology to still be more efficient than ever. And then, yeah. you know, when I, I, I got to tell you, when COVID hit, yeah. uh, it was an interesting moment. You know, because, you know, like everything, you have to find your opportunities. So so when right. COVID hit in March, you know, and, and I had to literally everyone had to stay home in California. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember sitting on my couch and I and I told my wife, I said, damn, I'm in my shorts. I'm in my V-neck. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Right. You know, and, and that simple question of, of what are we supposed to do now was, was so thought provoking. And it allowed me to do things on social, things uh, on on my sales team, things that, you know, we would not rather be doing Mm. the Zoom meeting, right? I don't think this happens without COVID hitting, right? No. And then Greg realizes, damn, dude, you mean to tell me I can talk to anyone (laughs) anywhere in the United States, like via Zoom and then go live to Facebook? Like, thank you. Yeah. And so, so you're, you're a testament to that. If you've embraced the true opportunities, what's happened over the last 12 months, you are perfectly fine. I'm sitting back saying, dude, I am perfectly fine mm-hmm. with, with dealing with social and dealing yes. with technology and dealing what, mm-hmm. you know, the, this new world has given us, given yeah. us. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. So, so again, you find the opportunities, no matter how challenging the world or the economy might be, find your opportunity and then scale from there and detach yourself from that completely. I, I think that that's, that that's huge advice for anybody who's watching or listening. And I think a lot of true professionals have repositioned, um, you right. know, uh, really understood the pros and cons of their business, their life, personally, professionally, and they've done their best to really, uh, you know, take it to that next level and not let these things. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of people too who didn't adapt and they're right. left behind in that way, but such as business, such as life. And I think that Ultimately, it's an inspiring portion to say, look, you can keep moving on, staying positive and really going back to um, a question that I would love to ask you. And this might segue into the, the next portion, David, which is the importance in your thought process of mindset and getting after it, you know, like really just not, in, not let anything get in your way or stand in your way. I know you're a big into mindset. So any thought process or advice, anybody's watching or listening that way? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, huge about that, you know, mindset rules everything in my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very proud and excited to say that this, this weekend, I'm going to have my 40th birthday. And uh, although hey. the hairline, <laughs> hey, although the hairline doesn't reflect, he's only 39. Yeah, he's going to say, man, come on. He's, <laughs> a, he's a weathered 39, though. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so, you know, one of the things that, you know, always occurred is like, when I first got the ability to be a sales manager, Sure. You know, part, part of the questioning, the self-questioning says, well, I'm only, I think I was 32 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was 32. Okay. And the, the question comes like, are you, are you, you're only 32? Like, should mm-hmm. you be a sales manager? Should you be a sales manager in LA County? They're all 50 and 60, mm-hmm. you know, and, and these questions occur. Am I ready for that next step? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one, one of the things that, you know, I, I hold near and dear to my heart is my mindset. Like, At the end of the day, you know, we, we, we have, it sounds super cheesy, but the whole YOLO <laughs> aspect or YOLO, <laughs> sure, yeah. I hate it. but, uh, but like nothing, nothing in life is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that for a fact and, and COVID has also proven that there's so many, you know, people who have passed over mm-hmm. the last year, it yeah. is so scary, but I use that fear to mm-hmm. make sure that I accomplish whatever the hell I have to accomplish mm-hmm. 
in my life, I need to do that. I need to do that now. I'm not going to wait until I'm 50, 50 and 60 and 70, Mm -mm. you know, and I have goals and I have dreams and, and, and I realized, you know, especially taking the early leaps in my career, like I don't need an invite to be successful. I don't, you don't have to be a certain age. You you don't, you don't, you don't have to be 40 to be in management. You don't have to be 50 uh, to be a CEO. You don't have to be 60 to make the most money that you're going to make in your life. You can do that now. Well said. You can do that now. And it all starts literally like right here. And so, so, so many times I've always made my decisions in my life based upon regret. Will I regret not doing this? Wow. You know, and and I, and it came to Monarch title. Will I regret not doing this? And when, when I, and I really stopped and thought about that, I said, hell yeah, I'm going to regret that. You know, why right. not? Why not do it? And, and at the end of the day, the trust comes in my own ability to, to hopefully work through whatever challenges that come, right. we can get through this and you hire the right people and you surround yourself by honest, good, genuinely pe- genuine people. Wow. And then you grow it, but make no mistake it, you have to take that leap. Sure. You know, you have to take that jump in life and, and, and whatever it is, you know, and I don't care if it's starting a new business or venturing off to a new company or, or even changing careers, whatever it is, if it's something that's pulling on your heartstrings, do it, wow. do it. And don't wait for the invite to be successful. That's for sure. There is no prerequisite to success, hmm. you know, period. Uh, uh, you know, and talk about like influencing. I go yeah. to so, so many speakers in life. Martin Luther King. Yeah. Uh, do you know how old Martin Luther King was when he passed away? Alexa, how old was Martin Luther King when he passed away? He was 39 years old. 39. I, I don't know wow. if it was 30 or 30. Think about the influence a 39 year old could have over the world. It's insane. You know, and when you, when you look at his pictures, when you hear his speeches, you mm. think this guy's got to be 50. He might be right. 60, right? Sure. Yeah. He's a, he's a weathered man, but make no mistake. He was 39 years old, changing mm. the world. Yeah. So, so again, there, there's so many, you know, uh, uh, samples of, of global history that shows hmm. a 30 year old can do it. A 40 year old can do it. A 20 year old can do it now more than ever. For sure. Do not just don't wait for the invite to be successful get at it and give it all you got. Uh, I mean, David, that's, that's so true. And and what's great about when you're saying this is I'm really understanding a a deeper background as to, to your thought process and, and why you are the man that you are and why you've been able to accomplish what you've been able to accomplish with that, that mindset and really looking at life is it's promised to no man. And you, you mentioned YOLO, right? You only live once. And, and I think that there's so much truth to that looking at it, that's, that's what people are going to be sitting. And, and they say it all the time. Well, you know, if you're on your deathbed, are you going to think about what are you going to be thinking about? And it's the things that you wish you spent time with the people and, and the right. opportunities and the things that you didn't take that's the right. risk or the chance. And I agree. There's, there's never a right time. Any entrepreneur, any business professional, real estate professional is watching or listening. They all know it. They've all experienced it some form or fashion, taking that leap, going after their dreams and look, failure is a part of the process. It's okay. But I think that just having the faith in yourself to say, look, I'm going to do the best I can. Life is too short and, and don't make any excuses. I think that's inspiring and motivating anybody who's involved in any industry, uh, form or fashion that way. And I know that you're a, you're a giver. You want to give knowledge. You want to share everything that's going on. We spoke about before we went live, 
your Facebook group and starting that up. And I, I would love to share that with everybody. So title reps only on Facebook. Uh, can you talk to the audience a little bit about that, what it's about, kind of the basis? And sure. Because I, I think that's just wealth of knowledge. So again, it, it goes back to right when COVID first hit, I'm sitting on my couch Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, what am I supposed to do now? And so, <laughs> right. so one of my, one of my good buddies is Tristan Ahumada and he, yeah. he started lab coat agents and Tristan is one of the biggest, if not the biggest real estate influencer, I, I think in, in uh, the United States right now. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, Shout out to Tristan. If you're watching or listening, Tristan, we love you. We respect you. That's right. That's right. So, so, you know, and, and, in, in being the, having the ability to talk with him and converse with him. I remember I called him and I was like, dude, I love the fact that you created a community, right? Where lab coats, where, where mm-hmm. agents can come and share and learn and grow mm-hmm. and do all these things. So I told him, I remember, I, I remember the calls dropping off my kids to school. Mm-hmm. And I said, dude, I'm going to start one from title reps. So it was, it was literally like when COVID hit on my couch, I said, well, shoot, let me reach out to my title friends sure. and get this going. So mm-hmm. We started out with like 20 sales reps, title reps uh, mm-hmm. locally in LA, and then that grew to 50 and then boom, it jumped to like 250 title reps. Wow. And I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. And I remember telling my wife, I said, this is special. This is going to be cool. And so, you know, then we got to 500 and then a thousand by summertime, <laughs> you know, and I'm proud to say now uh, we, we've reached 2000 title reps wow. in a group, which is title reps only. I know it's pretty cool. That's huge. Uh, it's very, very cool. So, you know, I think estimated why there's probably only like five or 6,000 title reps nationwide. Mm-hmm. And so to think like we have potentially a third of them or even more than a third is really, wow. really exciting. And we created this group again to, to give everyone in title the mm-hmm. ability to share and sure. to ask for a referral and to even ask for help or to ask for advice and to share successes and to share stories wow. and t- title such a, uh, a cool little fraternity. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that I, I started this group, but it wasn't me at the end of the day that the reps who are there, a part of it, sure. they've been the one growing it and mm-hmm. contributing to it. And uh, I'm, I'm just the straw that stirs the drink a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a special, special uh, group that, you know, again, when you sit down and you say, well, what am I going to do now? How am I going to shift right mm-hmm. with this new COVID thing? Uh, I'm proud to say that came out of it. Wow. And it, it's, it's one of the more special things that I've been a part of as well, just to kind of reunite, unite the fraternity that we're in. So title reps only check it out. I, I love that. I'm going to have links in the comments down below. So anybody who is in the title industry that really wants to learn from some of the best and brightest minds and collaborate and, 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 and be stirred by the straw as it, as it were, I, I think that that's incredible. Incredible. That's a line story. from my dad. <laughs> I love that. I love it though, David. I mean, I think that ultimately you're just providing so much love and value and support yeah. to the real estate world and community. And, and again, I just, uh, it's just been an absolute thrill and an honor to be spending this time with you. And, and uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just always wonderful to meet new, exciting, innovative thought leaders into different industries. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, when it comes down to it on Titans, and I, I think I've told you this before, any, many of the diehard fans, you are the first in the title industry to be on this show and we've yeah. 217 so it's it's a it's a big deal and i have the highest respect for you and again our colleagues and mutual connections they just think the world of you my friend so it's it's my honor and pleasure to have you on here and again you just you shared a little bit of who you are and what you represent and i can't stress enough anybody out there who's watching or listening follow david 
jump on, get involved with Monarch, learn what they're doing and really understand what's going on. I can't stress that enough. But David, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to message you, reach out yeah. um, and get a hold of Monarch as well? What's the best ways? Yeah. So for sure, Facebook, obviously. Uh, I'm capped out on friends, but whatever, uh, <laughs> connect with me on Facebook and yep. what, I'll, I'll have to sort through them. Make some room, uh, make some room. We all Instagram's easier. I love Facebook. Don't get me wrong. Facebook is this Facebook is Bravo junior buttoned up and yep. Monarch title. And I'm a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very buttoned up on Facebook, but, sure. uh, uh, you know, Instagram is more the fun side of Bravo junior. You know, I enjoy okay. Instagram, uh, because I can, I can mess around there. I can mm -hmm. joke around a little bit more and more about my kids and stuff like that as well. Love so it. connect with me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I don't tweet. You know, I don't think I'm at that status. I'm not You're trying good. to get a bunch of Twitter followers. Uh, you know, I, I do have an account, but I don't tweet. Uh, sure, sure. And then I have a TikTok, but again, I'm not, I'm not a very good dancer. So I don't know how I much gotcha. you're going to get out of that. I'm in the same uh, boat. I'm in the same boat. But if anyone wants to email me, they can email me as well. It's Bravo Junior, B-R-A-V-O-J-R at monarchtc.com. Bravo it. Junior at monarchtc, if you'd like to connect that way as well. Awesome, David. And again, honor and a pleasure, my friend. I need to uh, give you the official dubbing of the Real Estate Titans title. You can wear that badge proudly. That is yours forever, my friend. So thank you so much for taking the time. It was, it was a pleasure. I appreciate it, brother. Keep shining. Yeah, likewise. And everybody, thank you as always for your time, attention, love, and support. If you like here what they're doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your business digitally, and you're looking for that brand awareness, that market saturation, lead generation conversion, visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Thanks. Take care. Thanks, Great job, David. Greg. Great job, man. Thank you.